0: There's a very interesting story found at the beginning of the Gemara in Brochus. The story is about the Holy Tana, Rabbi Yishmol ben Elisha. Tana, he was one of the Tanoim, one of the Holy Sages of the Mishnah, a contemporary of Rabbi Akiva, the Holy Rabbi, Sh- Rabbi Yishmol ben Elisha. In fact, with Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Shmol ben Elisha was also one of the 10 Asara Haruge Malchus, one of the 10 martyrs, the 10 Holy Tanoim that the Romans killed. Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha had a grisly death. The Gemara says he was very, very good-looking. And the daughter of the Roman officer that was conducting the execution, the daughter wanted to keep him alive because he was good-looking, etc. And the Roman said, wouldn't allow that. He has to be put to death. So she asked if she could at least get his face. And that he allowed. And so they skinned off his face while he was still alive, and when they got to the place where he used to wear tefillin, he screamed so loud, and that's how he passed away. So that was the the holy death of Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, who died sanctifying Hashem's name. But in his lifetime, Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha was also a Kohen Gadol. Besides being one of the Tanaim, he also was a Kohen Gadol. And of course we know... The ultimate, the apex of the whole Beis HaMikdash service in the temple always is that the high priest, the Kohen Gadol, would go into the Holy of Holies, the Kodesh HaKadoshim and Yom Kippur. The one time a year that Yom Kippur, the, hol- the holiest of men, would go into the holiest of places, the holiest day of the year. So this piece from the Gemara that we're going to learn took place on Yom Kippur. The Gemara says Tanya. This is, by the way, a very beautiful Avram Fried song called Tanya. It's a beautiful song. Once you, especially once you know the story, Tanya it says in a Brisa, Ben Elisha, the Holy Tanya Bishmal Ben Elisha said, "Pamachas nechnasti lahakter ketores lefnay One time, when I went into the Holy of Holies, into the Kodesh Hakadoshim, to bring the ketores, to bring the incense, Ra'isi akasriel ko Hashem tzvois. I saw a vision of God. Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha had a vision of God. The words, the names that are used is that he saw, Akasriel, Yudkei, Yudkei Vovkei, Tzvaos. What exactly that means, I'm not sure. But it was some kind of vision of God, obviously through a lot of different concealments for him to be able to see it, which is why there are a couple of names, etc. He had a vision of Hashem. So again, Pamachas Nechnasti, one time I went in, to bring the incense in the holy of holies, and I saw Hashem, and He's sitting on an exalted, mighty chair, His throne. And Hashem said to me, Rabbi Shmuel is saying over the story. Rabbi Shmuel says that Hashem said to me, Yeshmoel b'ni barcheni, Yeshmoel my son, barcheni." which we, of course, would always translate as, bless me. Barcheni, bless me. V'amarti lo'i. continues, I, I responded to Hashem as follows. This is how I was barcheni. This is how I blessed Him. These are the words of the, quote-unquote, blessing. Yirotzen milfanecha may be your will before you. Sh'yich b'shurach hamechas kascha, that your mercy should always overcome your anger. And your compassion and mercy should overcome all your other attributes. And you should act with your children, with your, banecha, with the attribute of mercy. And do for them above and beyond what they deserve. That was the bracha that Bishma ben Elisha blessed Hashem. And then the Gemara concludes that Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha says, V'neen ali And God nodded his head. V'neen ali God nodded his head. The connotation of that obviously being that Hashem was pleased and accepted that bracha. But of course, the question screams out that seemingly, Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, if you understand the union of a bracha, which we began learning about on Sunday, if you understand the idea of a bracha as just blessing God, praising him, that's not what Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha did. He he did what we would call a tefillah, a prayer. May it may be your will, that your mercy overcome your other attributes, and can you act with your children above and beyond what they deserve. That's a prayer, that's a tefillah, not a bracha. So already the rashba, the rishayinim, already talk about it, and it's brought in all the svarim, That the word bracha doesn't just mean praising God. Obviously, that's true, but that's not the deep meaning of what bracha is. It's not praising God. The meaning of a bracha is to cause God's light to flow upon us in the world, into the physical world, like a stream of running water. Brechat ma'im means a stream of flowing water. And so a bracha means those words that the Anshe Knesset Sagdol, the Men Great Assembly, which included prophets among them, established that this nusach, these words have the power. Saying these words, baruch ata Hashem, those words have the power. And when you say the proper bracha over the right thing, that you're causing a bracha, a drawing down of God's infinite light into this world, which is... Which is the whole purpose of all our avidahs, so Hashem, all of Torah is, is to draw God into this world, to fl- cause God to flow down into this world. And so when Hashem said to her ben Elisha bar He was saying, cause me to flow down into the world. Cause my light to come down and shower upon you. And klal Yisrael and Rabbi her ben Elisha for the Jewish people. And Hashem nodded his head. The word Yisrael has in it the letters Li Rosh. Yisrael is the letters Li Rosh that Hashem says I have a head. The Jewish people are Hashem's head, Kiviachul. Why? Because just like the head is how the mind, the essence of the soul, through the head is how it flows and controls the rest of the body. Hashem nods his head, Hashem shines his light through the Jewish people, and this is this is the wording of the Bracha. What is how do we what's the words of the Bracha? What is what do we say? Baruch Ata Havaya. Baruch from Ata. Ata, you're talking to God in the second person, which see, this always stresses means you're talking to Atz the very essence and being of God, to whom you're saying you. So, Baruch Ata, it should be drawn down, flow down from you, from you, Ata, through Havaya, through the ten spheres which are hinted in the name Yudke Vavke, and through those spiritual realms, then Elikenu. To, into the Jewish people, the Neshama Sisrael. Through the bracha, through Avedas Hashem, the flow of God's light is into Elekenu, our God, the the Jewish people. And through that, Melech HaOelam, that God becomes the king of the rest of the world, of all the other peoples and all the other things and everything in the world. And so the inyan of a bracha is to transform even the most simple act like that we do every day in our day-to-day life. For instance, when a person drinks a cup of water, which is something that's necessary for a person to be able to exist, before we drink a cup of water, we make a bracha, that everything is made through the speech of God, all of reality. It causes Hashem's light to ascend in all reality. In 1992... The last time that the Lubavitcher Rebbe appeared in a Hanukkah live, which was an event that would happen on Hanukkah, that there would be, through satellite, set up throughout the world, the Rebbe would see, there was 770, and there was the Kotel, and in Russia, and in, by the Eiffel Tower. Uh, and they, they would at the same time, the Rebbe would see throughout the world how they're all lighting Hanukkah candles throughout the world. And so, 1992, a young boy lit a Hanukkah candle. And the Rebbe spoke about that Hashem made the satellite, that you should see what a bracha does. That a little boy makes a bracha and lights, that, and lights a candle, that light is felt throughout the world. Really, every time you make a bracha, you're causing a metaphysical change in this world and all the spiritual worlds. But with a satellite, one could actually see what it is that a bracha is doing. We should be zayicham yetz Hashem to really feel what a bracha is.